Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartinized. Today's episode, Cultural Appreciation. Social justice warriors have come up with so many really incredibly stupid things that it's hard to keep track of them. I've spoken about some of them before. Things like privilege, where if you were born with any advantages, especially if it's being a white male, and yes, there are advantages to that, then you're supposed to feel guilty about it all the time. And I've seen them take it to the extent that if you have a good job, you're supposed to quit it to make room for a person of color to take it instead. And they actually mean this. They really think that quitting your job is the only way to make up for the horrible sin of being born white or male. Microaggressions, that's always a good one. Little tiny things that are so small that are microaggressions, which of course will be giving away to nanoaggressions and picoaggressions, and you're supposed to walk on eggshells whenever you're around any social justice warrior, because otherwise you might be microaggressing against them. And of course, the gender wage gap which there used to be one. There's no question about it. There was a significant one, but it's pretty much been addressed. And it's been explained millions of times in thousands of venues. And there's really no excuse for still quoting 73 cents on the dollar or 78 cents on a dollar or whatever other number they're pulling out of their ass. You have to write it off as either intentional dishonesty or willful ignorance. And usually it's not a good idea to waste time conversing with people who are either of those things, either willfully ignorant or intentionally dishonest. The gender issue. Oh, that's a fun one. There's a website out there called Age of Shitlords, which is about what you would expect from the title of it. And there's an ongoing article there where someone is keeping track of all the genders that are claimed on Instagram. And the last that I looked, there were over 325. And they also include things like identifying with other animals. Something kin, owl kin, kitty kin, whatever. It's absolutely insane. And this insanity is spreading out into the real world. California is creating, legally, a third gender. You'll have male, female, and non-binary. Yeah, that's going to be a, a gender on all of the legal forms and employment applications. But if you're really going to keep up with it, don't you need a form with all 325 plus genders on it to pick from? I have a suggestion on this one. I think they should have a third gender, only one, though, and it shouldn't be non-binary. It should be dumbfuck. And then you can have male, female, dumbfuck. And dumbfuck would include all of the other imaginary genders, and that way you're covered. You don't have to 
create a new application form every time somebody invents a new one. But of all the stupid things that SJWs have come up with, the one that is the most profoundly stupid is cultural appropriation. It's profoundly stupid because it completely ignores all of American culture and where all of American culture came from. Every time a new wave of immigrants comes in, they bring with them their own culture, their own holidays, their own music, their own food, their own way of dealing and interacting with people. And as time goes by, while they're absorbing American culture, they're also diffusing their own culture out into American culture. I never liked the phrase melting pot. I just always sound contrived. I like to think of it more as a gumbo or a bouillabaisse. Uh, those are mixtures, combinations. You're never quite sure exactly what you're going to get, exactly what it's going to taste like. But it's always good. And this is what American culture is. And it varies across the country based on where groups of people settled to some extent. You have a Swedish-influenced culture in the Upper Peninsula. You have Mexican culture along the southern border. You have all of these different cultures that have grown, changed, and changed America and given us a great variety of things that make life more interesting. In the smallest towns in America, you can walk down the street and see a Chinese restaurant and an Irish pub and all these mixes of all these different cultures everywhere. That's what we are. That's who we are. But cultural appropriation says that only those people who are purely ethnic, who belong to one pure ethnic group, are allowed to embrace that culture and to do anything with that culture. And anything else is theft. It's appropriation. And this kind of nonsense has real-world consequences. People have been fired from their jobs mostly in colleges at this point, but for saying that, yeah, you should be able to wear whatever costume you want for Halloween. Eh, don't, you know, grow up. Don't, don't be all pissy about it. And people have lost their jobs because of that. Because one of the things that's consistent across social justice warriors is that wrong-thinking people should not be employed. Bad people should be put out of a job if they dare to think differently than a social justice warrior. And recently, there's two women who've been in the news a lot. They went down to Mexico and learned to make tortillas because they wanted to open a food truck. And they talked to some people and they watched people through windows and they learned everything that they could and they came back to Portland. Portland, the epicenter of social justice warriors. 
one of the epicenters, I should say. There's also Berkeley and there's, there's other places, mostly colleges. But anyway, they went and they opened this truck. And being smart young women, they put their story on social media. How they learn to make what they're making. How they learn to do what they're doing. And one of the local papers attacked them for stealing the ethnicity of the people that they had learned from. Now, again, this is just insane. If I wanted to work in a French restaurant, I would go and learn how to cook French cuisine. And if I could learn it from somebody who was actually French, great. But these women who had done what's necessary to create a new business, and if you've ever created a new business, especially a food business, you know that that is not anything that's easy to do. But they were absolutely destroyed by these social justice warriors who launched a venomous attack on them on social media and just destroyed them and destroyed their business. They closed it down. They closed their Facebook page. They got rid of their website. They just killed this business before it even had a chance to get started. And these are the people that are wondering, how come there's no jobs for us, right? They then went on to publish a spreadsheet with a list of 50 other businesses, 50 other restaurants and food carts that no one should go to because the owners were not pure enough. They were not purely ethnic enough to qualify to run these restaurants. Mostly they were white business owners. So the message was, don't go to these places because these people are white. If you ever want to determine if something is truly racist or not, just put a different race in there, okay? In the declaration that somebody's making and see how it comes back. If somebody said, don't ever go to these businesses because they're Jews, or don't ever go to these businesses because they're black, would that be considered racist? Well, yeah, of course it would. Obviously. But these people want to destroy these businesses because the owners have committed the horrible sin of being white. And they put all this information out in a spreadsheet. Wait a second. A spreadsheet? Spreadsheets were invented by a Jewish guy, Dan Bricklin. And if these people aren't Jewish, they've got no business using a spreadsheet. In fact, unless they're Indian, they don't have any business using zero in their spreadsheets because the zero was invented around, oh, I guess it was around 2 BC or maybe 2 AD uh, by Indian mathematicians. They can't be using paper money either or fireworks. That came from China. So, <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. What about the buildings that they live in? 
Were the buildings built in a style of architecture that matches their ethnicity and built by people that match their ethnicity? Probably not. And they're probably going to have a hard time determining that, so let's just kick them out to the streets. I really wish there were ways to enforce this stupidity on the people that are promoting it. We'd have to tell them that, well, if they're black, they can listen to rock and roll. White people can't listen to rock and roll or perform it because that was created from the blues, which is black, purely black. So white people can't listen to rock and roll. But black people can't listen to rap or perform it because that was invented by a white guy. Yeah, seriously. Back in the 30s. Back in 1927, I had a little farm and I called it heaven. Prices up and rain come down and I hauled my crops all into town. I got the money. That's Woody Guthrie. Talking blues. Yep. About as white as you can get. I've always loved Santana. And he's playing rock and roll which is black, and he's not black, so he can't do that. But if we accept Santana, then the only people who can listen to him have to be both black and Mexican. Because his music is a combination of those things. You see how ridiculous this gets? So it'd be nice if we could just sit and laugh at these idiots. Because it is pretty funny. Except when they're doing real, actual damage, and they are. These are the most racist, vile people out there. They really are. They are as purely racist as any Klansman. And I really don't know what the solution to it is. I don't think that there's any legal way to force them to only use things that are purely from their culture but I would love to do that and tell them they couldn't use money or spreadsheets and they had to live on the streets unless they could find a building that was built in the style of whatever their ethnicity is by people that also shared their ethnicity. I don't have a solution for it, folks, but just heads up because these people are coming after everybody. And until the government starts standing up to it, and stops backing them, we could all be in a lot of trouble. It's just getting worse and worse with every passing day. And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, if you changed your mind, or even if you just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations. You have been smartenized. I had intended in the last podcast to say something about uh, William Grigg, and I forgot to. And we lost him recently, passed away. And if you've never read William Grigg, look him up. Uh, he was just a, a brilliant writer, just a, an amazing writer. You'll find him on Lou Rockwell, which is kind of a spotty site. It has some good stuff and some really goofy crap as well. But, uh, Will, I only knew him online. 
and he was a kind of a good all-around guy, good guitar player, but his main thing was writing, and man, this guy had a way with words. Uh, usually, if, if I see an article that's three times, four times longer than your standard blog post, I'll just kind of skim it or go buy it. Not with any of his stuff. You wanted to read everything he wrote, every word. He had a, a great way with words. He was great at investigative reporting. He was superb at tracking down police abuse and ferreting out all the details. And I think at least every other column of his that I read, I learned a new word or two because uh, he had a great vocabulary. But uh, this is uh, kind of a tribute here. Hats off to you, William. We'll miss you. And if you are not familiar with him, look him up. Got some great stuff out there, and uh, he will definitely uh, smartenize you. If you're on Facebook, please go to Punchy Products and like it and share it. Find something in there that you like. There's just a lot of fun stuff in there. Find something that you like and share it on your timeline. Or share it on a friend's timeline. And uh, if I can sell a few of these things, it will help me out. And that's it, folks, with the closing comments. So there's nothing more here for me to say except to remind you that the Quick Hits podcast is a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously. Seriously.